Tonight, I want to continue to talk to you as we go through the book of Hosea. And uh, as it's been a pretty hard book, uh, tonight we really get to see some some hope. And um, last night we looked about how God told us there in the end of chapter 5 that, that I will again return to my place until they acknowledge their offense. Then they will seek my face. In their affliction, they will diligently seek me. We talked about how it's kind of like someone going up an off-ramp the wrong way. And uh, God warns you through the signs. God warns you as you are headed up that ramp the wrong way. And God warns you till the very moment you have that head-on collision. And when you have that collision and life falls apart, then God says, even after that, I will be there to forgive you and to put your life back together but in verse 6 chapter 6 God starts it out again by giving them another request another opportunity to come back to him and so listen to what it says come and let us return to the Lord for he has torn but he will heal us don't miss that he has stricken but he will not bind us. After two days, he will revive us. And on the third day, he will raise us up. Now, if you're ever familiar with the third day raising in the New Testament, we believe the resurrection of Jesus. On the third day, he will raise us up that we may live in his sight. Let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like the rain, like the latter and former rain to the earth. So this is kind of like that charge to the people. God has said it, God has said it, and God has said it. And now, what are we going to say? In our own life tonight, the Bible is full of chances after chance after chance of God showing you example after example of how people went the wrong way and failed miserably and and how God loved them. But here in chapter 6, it's this call to return. Are you and I willing to come and let us return to the Lord? As a father, am I willing to lead my family with that saying, come, let us return to the Lord? As a church, the privilege that I have to serve there, am I willing to say, come, let us return to the Lord? You see, God can say it, and God can ask, and God can convict, but at some point, you have to say, come, let us return. As an individual, I am going to return to the Lord. Because look what it says there. It uses this lion analogy again. For he has torn. You see, God has allowed that wound to happen. God has allowed you to go the wrong direction. God has allowed you to make those choices that have put you in this mess. But he will heal us. God can heal that broken hearted that you're struggling with. God can heal that depression that you are drowning in. God can heal the damages that have been caused by your sin and your marriage. God can heal the pain that you've been through because someone else hurts you. 
He has torn, but he will heal us. He is stricken, but he will bind us up. And so think about this wound that has been given, this wound that has happened, but yet God will bind that wound. God won't let you bleed out. God won't let you break your leg and leave you at the bottom of a ravine. No, God binds up the wounded. He heals the hurting. And tonight I just want you to hear this. Because the only thing tonight keeping you from having the relationship with God that He wants you to have, the only thing tonight keeping you beat down with that depression, discouragement, despair, the only thing robbing you of your joy and peace tonight, friends, is your decision. Because God wants you to let Him heal you. God wants you to let Him bind you up. And look what it says there in verse 2. And revive us. What is that word we hear in church all the time? Revival. Revive us again, O Lord. But tonight it's going to take your decision as God convicts you to say, Lord, I'm turning from my sin. And I want you to heal me. I want you to bind up my wounds. I want you to revive me, God. I want you to raise me up. Because, friends, God won't force that on you. He's waiting for you to respond. So tonight, it's going to take you getting alone with God. Saying, Father, forgive me. Lord, help me. Lord, be with me. Lord, you know my pain and heartache and sorrow and shame. And I need you to intervene. You see, these verses are some of my favorite in the book of Hosea. Because God has offered, and now someone is realizing Come, let us go back to God. The nation of Israel, someone that's telling them, come, let us go back to God. And so it's that just like the story of the prodigal son. You can run from God. You can waste your life. You can waste your money and your time. But God says, come home. And he will be waiting for you. And so tonight, let God heal you. Let God bind up your wounds. Let God bring revival to your spirit and your soul and let God raise you up because listen to what it says in verse 3 let us know let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord he is going forth and establishing as the morning so as sure is tonight that when you go to bed tomorrow is coming it might not come for you or me because the Lord might call us home but morning will come it's a guarantee but one of these days, when God destroys everything and rebuilds it, things are going to be different. But in this earth, morning is guaranteed. It's going to happen. Night, then morning. And he says, God will establish you in your faith, in the hope and promises that he's given you and I, if we'll seek him. And so tonight, let God work in your life. Let God move in your heart and let God heal and restore the things that sin and selfishness has corrupted. And so as always, thank you so very, very much for watching. I pray that you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. If you don't have a church home, we'd love to see you. Worship with us at 10 Mile. If you do have a church home, we'd love for you. And your church would love for you 
to be there this weekend. So you go worship where God has you and be a part of the solution, not the problem. So may God richly bless you and your family this evening.